is up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Kingdom. As always, my name is Drums, and I'm joined by the brothers behind King Golf, Regan and Jordan Headley, as we always do about this time, we're sending her up north to our boy Reg. Reg, how you doing? How's the foot? You're on mute as well. I'm on mute because there's some heavy banging around going around in the background here. Uh-oh. Uh, things are good up north. Um, we were officially eliminated last week from men's night, so we didn't have men's night last night. Uh, we I went out Monday night. Um, I, I don't know when it happened, but it's probably been the last couple of weeks. I've kind of been noticing my golf game has been declining big time, and my foot's kind of not it's definitely not right where it was at the start but it's definitely on the decline <laughs> i've got a pretty big setback and i uh i don't know what i've been trying to exercise i've been trying to be healthy and i think that the exercising is probably something that might have bugged it up again so i'm going to try to find some different stuff to do hopefully but uh yeah i don't know it's it's not great i'm we got a uh seven rounds in 10 days coming up in pei been looking forward to that all summer, and we'll see how uh, see how she holds up. I might just have to uh, get super drunk or or other yep. on the course just to survive. Deal with it when I get home because I really don't have much going on after that. Um, have you done physio with it? Yeah, I've been doing physio. I just yeah, I I probably did some workouts I shouldn't have been doing because it probably wasn't at that point yet, and I probably just aggravated a bit and i don't think it's anything crazy it'll just it's just poor timing that we're going to pi to yeah. go for eight rounds right now but it, it it'll be okay just, what are all the pros use tordal cortisol 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 yeah so taking some shots before you head out there i'm gonna have to i think try something yeah <laughs> well that sucks yeah, it's okay. I mean, it is what it is. It is it what it is. You yeah, you're still going to get to play them at least. Um, maybe not put your best foot forward, but it'll nice. be a time. It'll be good. Jor. Nice pun. Happening Ronnie. out in Rossman. Top of the evening to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the kingdom. We'd like to welcome our guest from a car. Oh, no, wrong spot. Uh, Reggie, did you know that Tiger Woods had uh, about six back surgeries and he's still playing? So. He could get through <laughs> one shot of cortisol, one shot of tequila, and uh, Reggie's back. I wonder if there'll be yeah. any homebrew down <clears throat> on the East Coast. I shouldn't say down. Well, probably not, eh? Sideways. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Drummy? So, so probably not. Yeah, we'll have to track some down. Maybe get some screech. Moose is in the chat. Get your foot out of your ass. Look at that. He's even... Uh, Putting the dollar signs there instead of he's trying not getting us kicked off of YouTube tonight. Appreciate that, Moose. Moose been at the range lately a lot. Uh, we are still in playoffs. I think we're the only uh, group in this chat, anyways. It's still kicking in playoffs, but that's because we haven't played any matches yet. So, um, not much happening here. Just trying to get ready for the trip. Lots of things to get done. Pretty manic, and yeah. I don't, I don't know. I guess we'll save the rest for later in the show, but lots of, uh, it's a good time of the year. Chez is in the chat. Welcome, Chez. Fall golf, we're not quite there yet. We got the Tamarack uh, starting Saturday, I believe. Unfortunately, we're not there this year, but uh, it looks like a pretty strong field once again. 
And yeah, Hendon Brown tomorrow for the first match of the playoffs. Me and Moose. My first match. How's drums out and you haven't played yet in playoffs? Tell them, drums. Uh, we had to do a our match yesterday. Uh, Farnsey was oh. away on Thursday, so we had to get ours in before. And? Yeah, let's pass it over to I, drums. I'm done. Drums, what's up, Brandon? Okay. Uh, yeah, thanks for the toss over. A little grenade <laughs> at my feet. But, yes, we were officially eliminated from playoffs yesterday. Uh, last week, we finished second in the league standings. Uh, so it was mm-hmm. a decent finish to the year. Uh, uh, but no, but, uh, we didn't get like smoked. I think we lost on s- after 16. Three and two. Yeah. Yeah. Three down, two to go. Two. <laughs> but it was like um, Keith and Devo. It was, it, it was a good back and forth for, for the majority of the match. And then it was kind of within the past or in the last maybe three or four holes that they, they stuck her to us. Keith played amazing. I would think he was only one over, maybe. Um, so yeah, he cleaned our clock. Devo made some massive putts right off the hop. Uh, like first, we kind of got jumbled up because uh, the ladies were in front of us. They screwed up with the tee time, and so they had the ladies out in front of us. And then Grady came by and was like, "Well, I'll go see if there's an open hole I can find you guys." So we actually started on twelve, and Devo drained like a fifty footer for birdie. To start things off, and then I made a good, yeah, no, it's the par four before the par threes. In between, the and then I made like a twenty footer on thirteen for par, and then Devo made like another forty footer on fourteen, and uh, and then Keith took it, took the reins from there and uh, hmm. cleaned us up pretty good. So it was it was a decent match. Uh, it was a lot of wins. Back and forth, there was only maybe three ties all, all around, but that's it. We're out. So, Reg, you guys don't like just keep playing. Like if whoever yeah. out to play, I mean, we, go yeah, piss around. We could have for sure last night. I just, my, yeah. I kind of, I went out golf on Monday night. My foot was really sore when I finished. I was like, fuck, I, I don't, yeah, I don't need to sure. do anything else. I'm supposed to play a slow pitch tournament on Saturday coming up, the season-ending tournament, and I just, I don't know, I don't. We got like a. It's not like it's just like a three day weekend trip. Like it's a, it's a pretty long trip, and I just don't want to bugger anything. Yeah, she's a big one. Yeah, I'd probably gas that baseball tournament. Fucking shit. Way more important things. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, we made her through another wedding, boys. Should be. uh, That's it for me for quite a while. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Cheers to Robbie, married man. Yeah, salute to Rob. Might be around. I got one more in September. Stikes? Yeah. And that'll be it. Keith, it uh, so, so Keith oh, mopped you up, Drummy. Keith and yeah, Devo, Keith both really pretty well. good players. Yep. Yep. Uh, Trev said his uh, playoffs start Monday, only three weeks for playoffs. Same as ours, I think, right? We only got eight yep. teams in the top, so. and we split them into – Two things. So we're only three weeks as well. And uh, we had a Calcutta. For Tabrak. Yeah, we usually do. That's a plan anyway. So, yeah. But it, at this point, it's kind of uh, whenever you can get your match in almost, right? Yeah. People are still pretty busy, but. Um, Man, pitch black at 10 o'clock last night. It's wild. Oh. 
hate it. I hate it. <laughs> that shit's coming, man. Yeah. We still got to mind the fucking darkness that's going on in the whole world, but the lights are going out now. Yeah. Anyways, um, I got uh, shouldn't have wore this hoodie tonight because it's a little bit hot. But these are the new King Golf hoodies. Golf more, pretty pretty sexy. I would that say. Sick, see, yeah. See the M kind of resembles uh, something you might recognize. <clears throat> and we got crown on the back. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Uh, whoever whoever designed those should. Um, be pretty proud of themselves. They're pretty nice. <laughs> shout out, uh, shout out to myself. <laughs> um, we had a Calcutta for the league too this year. Um, got to, oh, yeah. we had a live auction at OJ's after, which is pretty, uh, pretty funny. I got to put, put to use all the years I listened to Grandpa Howell auction. So I didn't do, yeah. Uh, he was slightly better than you, just from what I saw on the snap. A little bit. You you saw the first one of the night, though. I as we went along, though, I, th- I feel like I got a little bit better. Once you get into a bit of a rhythm and warmed up a little bit, um, starting yeah. out obviously never done it before, but after a first couple of them, I uh, I wasn't good at it, but I was okay. Got the we got about two thousand bucks raised or more for the total pot, so uh, the boys were the boys were buzzing on it. You by yourself. Moose bought us, yep. Paid 120 bucks. We're the eighth seed. We play Roscoe and Colby tomorrow night, so we're the underdogs for sure. They're number one? Yep. Good for them. So we'll see how she goes. Um, yeah, Rob's wedding was a pretty good time. Anytime you're at an open bar with your friends, uh, guarantee a good time. A little bit too, too good of a time, some might say. Um, but... One, uh, any, any mentions from the wedding? Anything to point out or not? Cornhole champs, me and you. Kind of nice. Oh, yeah. Made cornhole or bitch for sure. So that was uh, fun. That, that was a long cornhole match too. I think we were like 25 feet. Mm-hmm. Felt like I was under like, the lights. Under it kept the lights. Like, uh, it kept growing in distance like every half hour. Every other drink, yeah, it just kept to. growing. Have to getting too easy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I would say if you're ever having, if you're ever at a, win- a wedding in the Winnipeg area, book Thermia the next day. Good wow, time. What a Oof. Is that what you guys did? Hangover one absolutely bye bye at like ten forty or like eleven fifteen. We were there for half hour. It was just compl- like I never went out the night before. Then just got to relax. Oh, we stayed there for like six and a half or seven hours. Unreal. Tough to drive home after that, but you're so relaxed yeah, and you got to get it. and drive three and a half hours. But Clear Lake, that one's supposed to be ready this fall at uh, at the Elkhorn. The Elkhorn. So it's not quite as extravagant as Thermia, but it looks pretty damn good. Sick. Same idea. Yeah. Probably a little less busy too. <clears throat> But also, I was thinking it'd be nice to be rich and just have that in your house, and you'd like never have a hangover because you'd just be able to go do this stuff. I was on the opposite end of the scale, Reggie. I woke up, pounding headache, and with no Advil in the room. I had one left in my bottle. 
Is there anything worse than waking up with a sore head, sore everything, and you have no Advil? And oh, so we, we luckily we just have to go across the road for a shopper's mall. But by the way, when did Advil become forty dollars a bottle? Forty six pills. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. I had to buy like some the knockoff brown brand, and it was still ten bucks for like ten pills. Like you should buy it uh, at Costco. Well, yeah, I know, but I didn't uh, didn't have costco on the agenda at that time so honestly though you gotta that's kind of on you you kind of gotta know where your advil stash is at before you go to a wedding you know you're gonna be hung the next day that is on me i'll take full responsibility for that one i knew i had one left i knew that i wasn't gonna get too crazy some things you just can't power through in my opinion some hangovers you just can't Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the issue was this was the issue because usually I have a couple beers, couple seltzers, then I get on the whiskey, and then I'm usually hungover but not terrible. Ran out of whiskey right after supper. So what did we have? Tequila. We had vodka. We had more beer. We had everything that you could imagine, and that's all sitting in your stomach, and it it equals the worst hangover possible. So that's where I was at, and. So I'll take most of the responsibility, but Rob, you need to have more whiskey at your wedding. <laughs> he was, um, it was probably three weeks ago he was in town. Uh, and my dad was here when he was here. And so dad's like, well, just make sure you got whiskey at the, at the wedding. And Bert's like, well, it's only you and maybe one of my uncles that drink it. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure there'll be a hell of a lot more people than that. And so Rob was like, well, I got one bottle. And I'm like, oh, no. you should probably get. Dad's like, well, you're gonna need two because I'm gonna do one by myself then. He only had two, I think. And then, yeah, he had two drinks. That's all I heard for like the past four days. I had two fucking drinks at that wedding, or two whiskeys at that wedding. <laughs> Steve, not Steve, just pissed. <laughs> yeah, it was good to see Steve, Cheryl, uh, Nana, Johnny, Matt, all of, all the people we grew up with were there. It's, it's nice. You don't get that a whole lot anymore, and. You know, when you're a kid, you no, you sure. never you never think that uh, you know you don't foresee that kind of stuff. You just think that things are always going to be the same. You're going to be around the same people, and then uh, the Johns of the world start going away to university, and then you think you know you'll see him again sometime. But ten years later, nope. Yeah, I think that was the first time that I well at the social, but that seems like it was like ten mm-hmm. years ago. Pretty much was so, right? yeah. Roscoe's in the house. Welcome, Roscoe. Get good to have you, uh, brother. We're playing him tomorrow night, so should be good. Should be a good match. I wonder if cousin, other cousins in the chat. We got lots of cousins now. We got Roscoe. We got uh, Colby and Horny as well as an unofficial cuz. Welcome, um, Roscoe's a cuz. Just became one from hanging around cuz for so long. Yep, pretty much. Nice. It's like it's like Jay and Dan used to have uh, friends of the show. Our version of that, I think, is Cuz's. So, although I don't know if Horny watches the show or not, so I think just, yeah, I think he just stumbled across that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, last thing I want to touch on there. Uh, so, I was I've still on my shake streak. I was at three hundred and ninety nine days. I passed the one year mark, and uh, ten fifty eight at Rob's wedding check my phones for some reason my alarm i must have muted the first one because i have 10 50 every night 
I must have either hit it in my pocket or something. 1058, check, shake pay. Shake it. First shake of the day for number 400 with one and a half minutes to spare. Dang. And so I go find Bridge. And I was like, Bridge, you shake today? This is about 1059, 30 seconds later. Nope, she didn't either. So she got hers in right before the 11 o'clock mark or two. I don't remember you counting me, but well, I couldn't save everybody at that point. Well, I, I had get on the horn there. Go talk to the DJ and let them know. I should have. I had mine already. <laughs> Could have played the song "Shake." Yeah, shake it up, baby. Shake it up. Really turns me on. Uh, Ro- no. Roscoe got stung by a wasp on the lip today, setting the course up for the tamarack. Oh Oof. no. Oof. Is that Roscoe? Was it drinking something when it stung you, or did it? Ah, I always worry about that. Probably it was probably in his drink. But if it got him on the lip, that's actually a pretty good rig. Why? If he was drinking, it could have went down his throat. Could you imagine? What do you think's gonna happen in his tummy? No, I just mean it would sting all around your throat instead of on your lip. Well, it's not going to stay in there. I think she's just going to go straight down into the no, gut. Your throat would swell up. What if it? You what if it? Uh, you swallowed it and it was alive in your stomach for a while, and it was just stinging everything. <laughs> in <your stomach. laughs> Every now and then, it just stings you in a different spot. <laughs> oh, that'd be so wild! Man. And then it starts eating all your food too, so you have to double. Double intake for everything, then it just blows up to be a huge wasp. Uh, Teach got stung in the eye last weekend here underneath the sunglasses. Oh, no, not good. Like, I feel like we should just get rid of wasps and hornets forever. Like, what what is their purpose here? Okay, we got an update. From um, us. some dweeb will tell you something, but for me, get them the fuck out. Yeah, like bees at least. Like, Ooh, yeah, it wasn't just like pollinating, whatever. Yeah, I'm good with bees, man. Sting it once and they're dead. The rest of them, like, we're the bee city. <clears throat> goddamn whamps. Like a goddamn right. machine gun. They just keep stinging you. Like other insects, I feel like are, are food for other um, things on the earth, whatever you want to call them birds or mammals, anything anteaters but like nobody's eating a hornet yeah probably can't you you can't even catch a hornet hornets never sit down like no wonder they're so big and that they're so hard to kill like they literally never sit down wasps are just idiots it says it says they help out by eating other insects they probably eat mosquitoes if they eat mosquitoes i'm all on all all best insects they what Although they, they may be aggressive, they do not attack unless provoked. If a nest is located on the ground, people... Uh, so Roscoe must have provoked him, according to Google. Yeah. Well, he was trying to get drunk on that summer's bee, and Roscoe took it away. <laughs> <laughs> so Roscoe had a cider, an apple cider, and he was doing the chalk line. I mean, just doing, just being a good guy, volunteering his time, doing a chalk doing line. Job. Yeah. Came back, took a sip, got him. Stinger was hanging out of the lip after I bit in in half. Oh. 
Ozzy Osbourne of wasps. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Uh, Light so his fucking stinger off. His fucking hammer <laughs> off. <laughs> Trev said shake pay ruined a good thing. I'm thinking he means um, by reducing the amount of sats you get every day. Yeah. But if you deposit or use shake pay, um, shake pay, what is it called? Shake pay? Visa, the visa. If you just do one visa transaction a week and keep a balance on there, buy a little Bitcoin, you're going to get your full amount of sats. I learned that the hard way too. I went down from a thousand sats a day to 21 sats a day because I missed a week from buying. So you had to go all the way back up? No. As soon as I bought something, it just went back to a thousand the next day. Huh. Pretty pretty significant, I would say. And we'll probably look back on this episode one day and um, hear me talking about earning a thousand sats a day for shaking my phone. But maybe not too. Maybe we'll uh maybe we'll say, oh George, what an idiot. Time will tell. Okay, let's kick things off here. We got some golf to talk about. We'll get to the Tamarack a little bit later on. Uh we got some Ryder Cup stuff to talk about. My favorite part of every fall is the uh, team events in the PGA, either the President's Cup or the Ryder Cup. And this year, what do you guys prefer? I used to be Ryder Cup, but I'm I'm all in on President's Cup now. I'm with you, man. Because there's so I many think it's Canadians. The Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. And not only Same thing. I, all the other guys are beauties, man. Sonny, Tom Kim. Oh, see you, Drum. See you, Drummy. That was kind of our introduction to Tom Kim, kind of. Yeah, it was like the couple of weeks before, and then he won right before, and he got hot because his name was still Drew Young when he got announced to the team. <laughs> Drew Young came, and then all of a sudden he's just Tom. It's so wild, like he just got, he just chose his name to be Tom, and that's it. It's just everywhere now. He's I, Tom well, everywhere. I remember you talking about him on the Kingdom that one night because he chose. Uh, Tom, because of Thomas the tank engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's drums. Where'd you go? Hey, uh, where'd you go, bud? Oh, I heard a door shut just now. Hopefully, nobody's here. Okay, let's get back on track. Drums are gone again. Drums gone. So we it's got. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep moving forward here. But what the do you prefer? Cup, Are you President's Cup? Uh, I think so. Just because of the Canadians as well. Um, pretty cool. And I think the next time we go, next time we go around the President's Cup, there's gonna be one or two more Canadians on there. Yeah, it's in Montreal next year. That'll be awesome, honestly. Mike Weir is we- the captain. Should we honestly consider going? It's probably a conversation for outside of the of uh, the podcast. Yeah, but. we could talk about it outside the pod, but um, here, here, hear me out on this. Okay, it might be a really long shot, but like golf is full of long shots, and golf's full of like guys riding momentum. It's a, it's a, over a year away. You thinking Cockrell? If Cockrell got like really hot. And like, how do you not how do you not pick him if he gets really hot and he's Canadian and it's in Montreal? Like I'm saying, if he won like an event on the DP and then got exemption to a couple other terms and like had 
a couple high finishes and like prolific events. Like if he got mm-hmm. like he's he's definitely capable of playing that way. And it's that whole year away. Like as as we're seeing like on tour right now, like the guys that are shoe-ins for the US Ryder Cup team are like guys that had a good year this year. And guys that won a major or guys that did this, like if he got hot, man, it'd be tough to leave a Canadian off the Canadian team. Like off a, off an international team that's playing in Canada. Wouldn't that be wild? Like we if that happened, like we'd be going one thousand percent. Yeah. Crap crack open that King credit card we're we're shipping out. Um, do you know like oh. does the points work different? I mean, obviously they do from PGA to European tour, but like what's the difference? Like you win on a PGA, how many more points would you get? for that than if you went on the Euro Tour. It's pretty significant, I think. Yeah. I just don't know. Does it does it go by uh, official World Golf rankings? I'm not sure, honestly. President's Cup? No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Um, Chez said, if you do get out to Calgary, got to play Mickelson National. Phenomenal. Everyone in the chat, go, Caps. He was there last week. Uh, I think he was there Thursday, maybe maybe Thursday or Friday, because he texted uh, texted me to see if I could get a flight out there for. They must have had an open spot on the foursome. Couldn't make her though. But for Montreal, I'm thinking maybe King Golf should apply for a couple uh, like significant credit cards. Put them in uh, Corey Trevor name, yeah, or uh, Randy Leahy, and uh, just max them out. We could probably make it happen. We know enough bankers to, I mean, a couple thousand bucks should be able to f- slip through the cracks easily. Obviously. Isn't Mickelson a uh, national semi-private course? Or is it fully private? Don't know. No one knows. Um, what's, semi, what's semi? I don't like, know, actually. That's a good like question. Open, open to the public for like a certain time of the day. Probably. Yeah, that'd be my guess. Isn't it weird with all this talk about the Ryder Cup? Like, has anybody seen any um, any advertisements, any predictions, anything like that for the European team, or is it just no? They're pretty uh, so hung up on the states right now. Pretty pushing the states. They're right. I haven't, honestly, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen. I haven't seen one projection about it, and I follow a lot of golf accounts. I couldn't even tell you who the uh, automatics are for that. The captain's Luke Donald, right? No, yes. no, it. Yeah, he was supposed to be, but he went to live, didn't he? Or no? No, he's not in live. No. Okay. Well. But he had to tell Sergio that he who wasn't going to take him. Oh, right. 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 There's some crazy, like Wyndham Clark being an, a shoe in. Nuts. Isn't it? Uh, like, I don't love that, honestly. Brian well, Harmon being a shoe in? It is what it is. I take Harmy over uh, Wyndham Clark. Well, Clark's good, man. Personally. <clears throat> yeah, maybe I'm just too hard on the guy. What about Lucas Glover, though? Let's talk Lucas Glover because. Pretty crazy story there coming out of that old boy right now. Have a couple weeks, buddy. Back to back dubs. Wow. If you go back three episodes, I'd predict him to win that tournament. 
when we did the predictions. How'd you but know? He didn't win that one, but he won the next two because I said he was playing so good and he's going to pop off eventually. Hmm. You should hmm. post that clip from that episode. I, I honestly talked about it. Yeah. And then I said he's like putting with his I'll big swing and arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember talking about putting. Yeah. Because we were watching him. I forget where we were watching him play. British, maybe? And he, uh, shit, no. Well, I'm going to do that tomorrow, Reggie. Yeah, I definitely called like that he was going to win, but I called the, the wrong tournament. But still he pretty won impressive. The next two. Yeah. Hen, uh, Hank Stenson was the captain till he went to live. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I could see Stenson just not giving a shit. Yeah, I could see that too. I don't know. That's a pretty big deal. I know, but he just seems like the kind of guy that just True. does not care. Like, They'll give it to him next next time. Yeah, I'm a Stenson fan. I like him. Yeah, me too. But yeah, I'll like give it to him next time when uh, all the dust is settled and everything's blown over. Yeah, you're probably right. Maybe. What's Chess talking about the lab golf thing? Labat Light? No, that's a company. Lab. Wow, that was a weird timing. <laughs> Wasn't it? Yeah. How that's about what, uh, uh, the Philip book? The new Philip book? Oh, his gambling. That's wild. Do you think he was actually gambling on tournaments he was in? No, I think he tried that one time. His book, he said he can. Yeah, I think so too. He tried. <laughs> he tried to bet on the Ryder Cup. Yeah, like that's insane. And then you guys didn't like Rory's comment. I love Rory's comment. Man. I think it's hilarious. Did you drums? Ah. <sighs> There's something about him that it's just turning the wrong way for me right now. Where he just seems like this little whiny bitch. And I'm just, I can't handle him anymore. He just seems like a fucking Karen to me. Now. I don't know. For those listening to the podcast, I was nodding my head the entire time. So I'll echo Drum's comments there. And leave it with that. Because Reggie and I have already had the discussion off air. <laughs> and we don't need to get into an argument right now. <clears throat> We got a long ten days ahead together, so we gotta be we gotta love each other. <clears throat> I just think it's a funny comment, man. If it would have been a year ago, maybe Rory has gone too far the other way, but if it would have been a year ago, I think it would have been hilarious to you guys, but it's okay, we'll leave it at that. I'm a big Rory guy. You guys aren't a fan of the way he handled himself, so that's okay. I understand why you don't like that. Why doesn't Rory say it to somebody's face instead of just behind the camera? All Does the anybody say anything to anybody's face in golf? Like, it's not the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> or but a UFC. Nobody else chirps each other. A UFC way, and they all chirp each other. But what if, like, he actually didn't? Then it just makes Rory look even more like a dick. And like you said yourself, I don't think he actually did bet on. No, he tried. Fine, but he didn't bet on it. No, what Should? they're saying. So that's what he said. He can on this one because he's not going to be playing in it. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> I think it's, it's like it's funny. It's, it is funny. But I'm just sick of Rory's shit. Yeah. Hear me out. I know this is a, probably a not very unpopular opinion. But should you be allowed to bet on yourself? No. Um, because if you could if you could bet on yourself, you can also bet against yourself. 
and that's when shit goes sideways. What if it was legal to bet on yourself, but legal to bet against yourself? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah you should be able to do that. Like, why not? You, it's your money. You can, you control it kind of in your own sense, especially in golf. I don't know if anything. Like for though, sure, like, he was betting on tournaments he was in. Like he plays every week, right? Like if he was betting on golf, he was fucking in the tournament. Maybe not necessarily betting on himself to win or lose. Did it say he was betting on golf? Well, it said that he had bets on golf, and I'm assuming he's played 90% of the tournaments in that time frame. I think you should be able to bet on yourself. I mean, the Calcutta, very small scale, but I mean, there's no difference, really. You're taking your money, you're betting on yourself to win. If you win, you get to collect the money. It adds to your pressure. It doesn't add to nobody else adds to yours. Exactly. But betting the opposite way, I understand that completely. In golf, though, I don't know if it's a it's much of a big like in team sports. I get it because yeah, like, but it, like yeah. you're impacting a bunch of other people there and their livelihoods. And if you're intentionally throwing a game, you could bet yourself to miss the cut though, then miss the cut. So what? Then you miss out on money too. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess. Like you could bet a million bucks, you're gonna miss the cut. And then just but you also have to remember like <laughs> hack. What's that? And then you just go through and just hack. Just try, try, trying to be like so shitty and then go out and shoot 60 <clears throat> by accident. What about that? What about that Connor Ingram that was betting on his own uh, hockey games in Europe? Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, he's either. in the NHL now. Yeah, come on. That's is that related to DI? Either, no. I don't, maybe his name's not Connor. I'm pretty sure it is Connor, though. I think it is Connor. Uh, Do you goalie? Yeah. He was with Nashville last year. I think he's with Arizona now. <laughs> like they're up three against a team they should never lose to, and then there's like a bunch of like significant bets made that that team is going to lose, and they let in like eight goals in the third period or something. Like the bets <laughs> were like made live after the second period or something, and he <laughs> they out there. It ended up that like all the guys that bet on it were like tied into him. Oh, like he knew them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he just like, yeah, it was wild. So he got busted for that. So that's why he was out of the NHL for a while. Hmm. Now I guess everybody just forgot about it. I don't know. I didn't even hear about that. I don't think. Can't uh, MLB can't forgive what's his nuts, but NHL just Pete. Yeah, take take a year off. You're good. Pete Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Pete Rose is like the top 15, 20 best baseball players of all time, and he can't get in. It seemed like yeah, but, somebody was out to get uh, Pete Rose. Or I'm missing part of the story there, but it seemed yeah, like they had a vendetta on him. <clears throat> you know what I think about it all? Like, in that case, like, who gives a shit if you're in the Hall of Fame? Pete Rose gets talked about more than anybody else that's in the Hall of Fame. Agreed. And everybody looks up Pete Rose stats and probably knows more about Pete Rose because he's not in the Hall of Fame because they're Maybe true. holding him over for some dumb shit. Yeah. And if you don't like Pete Rose, you pl- you probably drink Bud Light. So, oh boy, fuck yeah, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay, back boy, to the Ryder Cup for a second. No, one boy. thing here, one thing we'll here. Go to our pick six. 
Uh, so Trev said, I feel like no book would take that bet though, because of the risks to be exposed to. I was going to say the same thing. Like Phil's not betting on bet 365 for a million dollars. Like he has people who goes through a screening process, see who they're tied to. Like, there's no way that somebody would take that bet for Phil to miss the cut. If it's Phil making the bet himself. Right. Like, and if they do, then they deserve to lose the million bucks in my opinion. But, but, but the Ryder cup one, weren't they like up? after day one or day even day two going into Sunday and he was like yeah I'm putting 800 grand down and then didn't or the, they wouldn't take the bet and then they ended up losing I think they're up like yeah I think they're up by like six or something like that I don't know I feel I honestly feel like Phil uh should give a shout out to cuz here I saw him in the chat Colby good luck tomorrow don't know if you'll need it or not but good luck anyways cuz <laughs> Um, what was I going to say here? What were we talking about? Phil Betts. Yeah. Oh, that's how I see Phil right now. It's like everybody is looking for anything on Phil to, I feel like he's going to be indicted next. He'll be. Catch a recall. He's got an indictment coming and he's going to be on CNN. (laughs) Uh, Joe Squawk Box is going to be interviewing Phil. Uh, they're going to do a town hall. It just seems like there's a, there's a, target on phil's back right now by a lot of very high up people and they'll do anything and say anything to smear his name right now and it's it's honestly pretty pathetic in my opinion. in our circle what do you mean within our circle because we follow all the golf stuff that's probably the only place in the world where there's anybody in the world actually talking about phil well of course no but i just mean like i it's i think it's still really small scale but you know what i mean yeah, but I, I just don't know. Like In Phil's world, that's a big deal. He doesn't care what some dummy in, you know, Africa thinks of it. Like, he's, I don't know if he cares about anything at this point. Like, how could you? You got a pretty thick skin to go through what he's gone through in the last couple of years. I don't know. I'm just over it. I'm over Rory okay. talking bullshit to him. If Rory wants to say some shit, say it to Phil's face instead of on Netflix and on uh, interviews after. And well, do it on Netflix, but do it on like face face yeah i want to see it and i said this to reggie the other day remember when patrick reed went to shake his hand on the range and he just turtled like a little bitch just think it's just one thing after another it's like i don't know he pretends like he's this big superhero but i don't know he's losing a lot of people i find anyways i don't mind patrick reed's Agreed. I'm not saying Patrick Reed was in the right there. I'm just saying the way he handled that was like a bitch. Huh. I don't know. Like, to, ah. Well, I heavily disagree on that one, but I sort of agree <laughs> on this last one. But I just think it's hilarious. What's he supposed to say? These guys are shoving fucking cameras and well, say what Speed microphones said. on his face all day. Don't answer the question. Don't say you don't have enough information on it. Like, why? Why do you need to say that? Yeah, but if you're going head to head with this guy for the last two years. Also, it's something like that leaks. Like it, he, they've, he's Phil's been live. Uh, Rory's been PGA. They've been going at it for two years. They asked are they going? Phil. Are they are they going at it though? Like has Phil said anything back to Rory ever? Tons. What? I don't remember. Any Look of it. it up. Oh, there's a bunch of basically saying the same shit you're saying right now. Let's say fuck you, Phil. Never heard of. Fuck you, Rory. 
Well, I'll, I'll send it to you after this after this podcast because <laughs> there is stuff that I've seen hundred percent. Okay, well, let's move on because uh, it is a like it's a bit of a back and forth. Uh, it is, and Phil's there's a, no real winner here because I mean it's out of our hands, out of our life. Feels no, a more like subtle chirp back where Rory does it in front of a camera. Phil does it on like Twitter. Uh-huh. True. And because the the golf media doesn't give uh, Phil a chance to speak, so well they would if anybody went to fucking live tournaments, maybe. Okay, do, do you want to talk about live right now, or do you want to talk about the Ryder Cup R six? Are we picking here? Well, go live. It's got to be quick though. Yeah. Okay. For it. So all I wanted to talk about here, and this kind of ties into the next part too, because he's gonna definitely gonna be one of my pick six guys. But Bryson's 58, he, I was just kind of out casually on YouTube today, and I came across this video from Bryson's YouTube channel, and it basically showed every shot of his during his 58 round. And the first thing I thought was very cool is that the fact that they can do that now. And I think that in a year or two from now, it'll progress from just showing all the shots to of the 58 to being like somebody interviewing him, kind of going through each shot. But it's all under Bryson's control. That's the part that I like about it. It's it's not through the PGA. They don't have to coordinate it. Bryson can do this if he wants to. And I think that that's a lot more valuable than CBS doing it, me personally. So that was one part of it. But second part was the amount of putts that that guy made and how well he was driving the ball was disgusting. Every if you It's like a 12-minute video. Every shot, or I think he made a bogey in a couple pars, but like – disgusting golf <laughs> so i think that anybody who's downplaying that right now like i don't know if you're if you don't like live whatever you can listen to a different podcast but i think it's important to actually showcase and talk about regardless of what league they're in that's a pretty impressive score and the shots that he hit the putts that he made and just how well he's striking the ball right now i feel like it's not being talked enough right now in the golf world just because of the whole live stuff so That's it. it Nobody's going to talk about it because nobody watches it. You have to have eyes on stuff for people to talk about stuff. And there's no eyes on it because there's no coverage. Okay. You watch it on YouTube. I'm not going on Bryson's YouTube page ever in my life. And neither are probably 90% of people I know or 95% of people I know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I also saw there was a round of him and Phil on there too that I was going to check out. I know, but you guys watch a lot of YouTube. I'm saying, like, for the average sports fan, like, I'm not going out of my way to find live golf. I'm like, I'm just, I, I'm not, and that's why there's no coverage on it because they have no yeah. broadcast. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, there are people out there who aren't you that are watching it. Like, one guy, one of our close friends, was watching it on Sunday, and he Snapchatted us. You were in the chat, so I feel like that we're past the whole thing where that nobody's watching it. And if you compare it to the PGA, like Lucas Glover um, playing the playoff there, there was like 10 people watching it from the tee box. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to pull up uh, when Furyk shot his 58. It was at the Traveler. So they got like a medium, medium field in a Traveler's, right? 
So it's not like it was that far off of what a live event would be for star power in my mind, because like the top tier of the lives, like they are, they are all names. So to be overlooking it just doesn't make any, any sense or, or bullshitting, shitting on it because it was on live. I don't think anybody's really overlooking it except for the mainstream media that only follows the PGA. Like, I don't know what you guys expect them to like, they haven't shown anything live for two years. They're not just going to start now because Bryson shot 58. Yeah, that's fair. And but that's what we're calling out. Exactly. No, I know, but it's not going to change ever, I don't think. It will, because they're going to be the same organization. Yeah, I just don't know if they'll ever be, like, I don't think there'll be the same coverage with the live as there is with the PGA, ever. Do you think Brandon will leave, like, if Liv comes back back into the picture, the Liv boys? Chambly? Yeah, I think he's got to get gone. I can't believe he's still there, to be honest with you now, like... I don't think he has a whole lot of fans. <clears throat> Anyways, very impressive to watch. No, I haven't gotten new shoes yet, Colby. Uh, mine are still just holding up just fine. Made it through a rainy day the other day, although I didn't play very good, so maybe I do need some new shoes. Um, okay, well, let's move on here. Let's take our uh, let's take our picks for the pick six. Drummer, you want to start us off? So this is this is outside of the the locked in guys already, right? Mm-hmm. And do you know, do you want to say who's locked in already, Reggie? You I don't have that, but well, so you like, look up drums like and go. draft, or what are we doing? No, just take your six, and then okay. I don't know if there's any consequences or anything. Maybe the the person who picked the no, I don't know because it's still subjective to Zach Johnson. So, well, and we can all pick the same yeah. people then too. Yeah. Um. But anyways, I got Bryson. Uh, Spieth, Xander, Ricky, uh, Colin Morikawa, and I think you got to throw Lucas Glover on there. Oh, drummy, you're pretty close to mine. Did you say Tony? No, no, Tony Scheffler, number one, Clark, two, Clark's Cantley, Cantley, three, Harmon, four, Kepka, five, Homa, six. Also, Kepka's on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's what happens when you win the Masters. Hmm. So, and that's based off the OGWR, right? Believe so. For the for the certain time period. I can't believe that Wyndham Clark's number two on there. Well, he's been. I guess he got a like, major. He's been, good. and he was high up in, in the major after that as well. Yeah, he, he's had like a shitload of top tens in the past year, I think. Mm-hmm. He's had a really good year. Okay, so Drummy was Bryson, Spieth, Lucas, Xander, Ricky, and Colin. Yes, sir. Reggie, you want to go or do you want me to go? Go ahead. Okay, mine is Bryson, Spieth, Lucas as well, Ricky. And Sam Burns. So pretty much the same list except for Colin and Burns are swapped on mine. And drums is. You got Xander on yours? Yeah. I put a team I put a team together on Twitter already today, but so you taking the same or 
going off the off the board a bit. Has your mind changed since? I'm definitely gonna take Xander, Ricky, Cam Young, and Morikawa. I just don't know if I want Tony or JT on my team. Oh, I miss Cam Young. I'm taking him instead of Burns. Sorry. Cam Young instead but of Burns. Burns was so good at the President's Cup. I know, I know, I know. But that could have just been a weekend too. Weekend of magic. Spieth, Spieth I'm obviously taking. Yeah. So go through yours again, Reggie. Xander, Ricky, Cam Young, Morikawa, Spieth, and I don't know if I want JT or Tony. Your gas and Lucas? Yeah. Thought he was your guy. No. I said he's going to win soon because he's playing good. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like uh, throwing the bone to the old guy every now and then. Who would we have on? Um, was it President's Cup last time? What's that? Uh... Oh, we were traveling him the whole time. I want to take JT. President's yeah. Cup on the States? I don't know, Drummy. He does all the barstool shit. He's always on oh, there. Fucking Kisner. Kisner? Kisner, yes. Yeah. You so, like him? Uh, no, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like they threw Kizabone getting him on the team last time. I'm throwing Lucas Glover a, a bone. On I don't know team. that you're throwing him a bone though. I think he's the hottest golfer on. Well, I shouldn't say that, but yeah. I mean, hard to argue. And did you see his interview after too? Yeah, that was pretty Probably cool. I like that. About 15, 15 seconds ago. <laughs> Lucas my, Glover. It was a very short, abbreviated part of an interview but i think that that was my favorite interview so far this year mm-hmm. a guy like that you get him on the team he's i don't know how likable he is i'm guessing he just seems like an old texan like rancher right. pretty much seems like a beauty i feel like he'd be a really solid strong leader for the for a bunch of guys who who could use somebody like that i feel like dude was leaking did you see his shirt <laughs> Did you see that picture I sent you guys? Holy shit. Too. <laughs> I thought he pissed himself. Maybe he, he had did. the swass going. Look at that. Like he What's is that? soaked. He's drenched. That's from the picture you sent? Yeah. yeah his, his gray looks like six different shades of gray just from like <laughs> the amount of water that's on him. 50 shades of gray. Yeah. He also gets beaten by his wife. I wonder what that means by uh, sheer though there. Fuck is that? Bigger? I didn't. I didn't see. Who gets beat by his wife? Clovey, I'm guessing. No. Must have a big wife. Are we talking in golf or like physically? Well, it says beaten, so I don't know. Okay, we got a couple things to catch on here. Roscoe, uh, he said, uh, "Sorry, Barrett said that the episode of Phil and Bryson golfing on YouTube was pretty cool. I'm going to check that out." Uh, but like both those guys, uh, Bryson looks significantly different right now. Well, like tiny, very thin, but he's hitting the ball really well. Reg, you gassed Bryson from your squad. Yeah, how come? He's a loser. You okay. don't win tournaments with duds on your team. Could be true. Well, he did pretty good at the uh, Presidents Cup last year. The one of the two Ryder Cup the year before, maybe. Uh, Roscoe said he absolutely loved Mickelson National, one of the coolest courses he's played. 
And uh, Trev said the Golf Channel has been showing a little bit of live highlights after the Saudi deal. And we're looking for a clarification from Roscoe here still on who gets beaten by their wife. If he just threw that out in Ninja Dust, I'd be so mad. Like if he just logged off after saying that. I don't think he'd do that. Maybe though. Uh, Troy, you had uh, Tiger down on the agenda. What what's uh, on the list? What do you Just want to cover him. on that? So, as people, as avid listeners of the show will know by now, I like to before bed. I like to watch some old golf. And last last night or the night before, I started watching 2005 British Open at St Andrews with Tiger in the mix. And the only thing I could think of when I was watching that is the final round, he was two up on um, Jose Maria Alathabo. What year, sorry? 2005. Black sweater? I believe so. St. Andrews. By the way, just go watch any open at St. Andrews. It's such a cool course, man. Like what they have to do off the tee and how they play that course is just so different than what we have here. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'll keep going. We can watch the link after because uh, Roscoe said he sent a link somewhere. Uh, you he, me? he just texted to me. I don't know how I get it in here. But I'll anyways, the point I was the point I was going to get to with Tiger was that if you watch that open at St Andrews, it was electric. There was so many people there watching Tiger Woods, and at that time, like two thousand and five, yeah. That's the final round, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the it was electric. <clears throat> that was kind of like ti- prime Tiger era, uh, probably for like five or six years there. That was his prime, I'd say. But like you know, you hear people say nobody moved the needle like Tiger Woods, and I think that people have heard that so much that they kind of take it for granted. But holy shit, man! Like the amount of people at that place following Tiger around was nuts and i just i think that that was before golf was cool like people were there to watch tiger they weren't there to go to a golf tournament they're there to watch tiger woods and i feel like where we're at now with how many people have golfed and like golf and enjoy every part about golf i feel like if we had somebody like tiger woods right now the sport would be i shouldn't say bigger than football but you know what i mean like I feel like if we had somebody, and that's why I named this episode Golf Needs a Hero, because we don't have anybody like that anymore. There's no standouts like Tiger Woods that even come close to Tiger Woods that bring people out to watch golf. And I don't, yeah, I don't know if we'll ever get another one, but no, like, I feel like people I feel like people ever. go to watch the event now and they used to go to watch Tiger, but now they go to watch the events that he built. But I also feel like I watched that photo a lot more when other people won. I also watched it a lot more when it was more competitive. F1. Like golf or yeah, what? F1. F1. Like Max has won like 12 straight races. Okay. It's I fucking crazy. Like won, I think in the past two years, he's won like 25 tournaments or races. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... So I, if if we had somebody like Tiger now. I... <sighs> Max isn't Tiger though. Which is weird because he's like the equivalent of it. Yeah. He's way better than Lewis Hamilton ever was. And it's oh, actually not even close. It's not even close. 
Agreed, but he doesn't have the same aura about him that Tiger did. Yeah, like it's going to take the right person and the right skill. You're never going to get close. I mean, you might get close, but you're never going to get close. Who would you say is closest right now? It's always going to be Rory. Till Rory, till somebody else comes up. I would yeah. say Scheffler's probably the closest right now that could. I don't think it's outright. even close no. between Scheffler. They could outright and Rory. dominate. Oh, popularity or actual domination of the sport? Domination of the sport. Yes. Like, if, how can you imagine if he was as good a putter as Tiger was? Yeah, and Rom actually has a lot of popularity. He just goes off. The- <laughs> He's up and down. I feel like Tommy Fleetwood could be that guy if he could putt. Not not oh. worldwide in Europe though. I think that he could be. Yeah. yeah but Tiger was also global, right? So that's another layer on top of that. Like Tiger was global. Spieth had potential. He's pretty likable. Yeah. The likable is different than what Tiger had, though. Yeah, but nobody's ever going to be Tiger. Well, you can't say that. They're not. Because I, we're all I such just... Tiger fans that anybody that's anywhere close, we're not going to like because we're going to think that he's not as good as Tiger. I don't know. Here's my theory on it because, I don't know, I always have theories about everything. But I think that now, after everything that Tiger created – plus how much the game of golf has grown in the last couple of years, that's going to bring out like new parents who are golfing, who are teaching their kids who are interested in it. And I just think that snowballs into like somebody who's maybe not bigger than Tiger Woods, but like in 10 or 20 years from now, I think that there's going to be somebody like Tiger come along and, you know, you can earmark this episode or not. It's not a crazy prediction, but I just think think it's possible. Oh, it is for sure. It is for sure. I think it was easier for Tiger because golf was a smaller sport then. There wasn't as many guys into it. Everybody's out of shape, kind of just good at the sport. And now everybody's so good that there yeah. just can't be that one person anymore. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm thinking more. There's so the many guys. It would take like a, like what does the guy have to do right now? Make like a hole in one every shot to be like the best in the world all the time. Like not obviously not like that, but the guy would have to like. Like, to do what Tiger did, man, it doesn't even make – I don't know how anybody could ever do that again. I don't think anybody could. No. What he was doing in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s was, like, those stats on Twitter, man, it's just, like – but then they've also, like, stretched the courses out now and made everything tougher to combat what people are doing to it. I, it's, it's hard. It's – I think – a, a guy that has the same likableness as Tiger would be like Tom Kim. Like if he if he started winning majors and like popped off, like he's incredibly likable. I agree. I'm, but I'm not talking about likable though. I know, but nobody's like that same mindset. I don't think. And that's what it was. It wasn't the fact that everybody liked Tiger. Like he didn't have a real. He had the worst personality in the sport. Like he didn't talk no, to think, anybody. But I think like. Scheffler's kind of like that now. He's just dialed in and just does his thing and wins tournaments, and nobody likes him because of that. I don't know. know. I'm not flying across the country to go watch Scotty Scheffler play golf. That's for sure. Couldn't care less. Even if I was at a tournament and he was there, I might not go to my way to see him. And that's how big the gap is there between Tiger 
and Scotty. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I know. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, and if if golf had somebody like Tiger Woods right now, I think that it would be bigger than anybody could ever imagine. And I think that because it is gaining popularity that we might see somebody like Tiger. I'm not saying there's ever going to be a Tiger again. I'm with Chaz. I don't think anybody will ever be Tiger. But I think somebody will eventually emerge that had, has a lot of the similar characteristics of Tiger. Put put uh, <clears throat> put Ross's comment up because I think that's very accurate. Yeah, very true. Okay, I Don't got this. Uh, I got a YouTube clip. It's not. Are the same you going to read it for the podcast, folks? Sorry, Shiro said we do have a hero for golf. It's called COVID. I think there's a collective love for the game instead of only one particular person, which I don't know, man. Very true. I think golf's in a good spot right now, all around. I, I really do. That's a fair point. Really fair point from Sheardo. Maybe I'll maybe that'll be the title of the next episode. So cool, maybe what? It? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, Drummy. Go ahead. What did uh, what's I can't look? do it apparently. No. Give me one sec. Uh, George, go to the private chat and see if this works. What are we looking at here? Well, Shirdo sent sent a uh, a Golf Digest article over, but I found a little clip on YouTube of uh, Lucas Glover. Which let's uh, let's dive into it live. Here we go, folks. Lucas Glover attacked by his wife after poor golf round. <laughs> what a wild headline. Lucas Glover missed the 54-hole cut at the Players' Championship on Saturday, and from there, things got a lot worse. Glover's wife, Krista, was arrested that night on battery charges. According to the St. John's County Sheriff's Office, Krista is accused of causing bodily harm when she forcefully attacked her husband and her mother-in-law, both victims suffering visible lacerations. Glover shot a 78 on Saturday, the altercation apparently stemming from his poor showing. The 2009 U.S. Open winner shared a statement on Twitter explaining what happened and calling it an unfortunate situation. I thought it was going to be a lot better. So this is what Lucas Glover said. On May 12th, my wife and mother were involved in an argument to which the police were called. Everyone is fine. Regrettably, although Krista was charged, we are comfortable that the judicial system is able to address what actually happened and Krista will be cleared in this private matter. We thank you for respecting our privacy as we work through this unfortunate situation. (laughs) Okay. You everybody has to check out the uh, Golf Digest article on it because it gets a little more in deep. Uh, apparently, like she was popping off on him, calling him a pussy, that uh, she was going to take the kids and <laughs> he was never going to see them again because she, he shot so bad. Nice. No, that can't be real. Classy. Okay, so she just struck him a few times. He didn't actually get beat up by her. He looks like a pretty big boy. I don't know if... uh, That's hilarious. It might have to be that uh, bodybuilder from Winnipeg. No, that wasn't Brandon, wasn't it? I don't know what you're talking about. That 
male who pretends to be a female who set the national record for a deadlift oh that was in brandon no i'm pretty sure man i saw a picture of it today and it said brandon first on one of the banners in the background of it was that their name maybe no like that's a brandon tourism thing that would have brought the event into brandon no it's not brandon first yes it is I will bet money it was not in Brandon. How much? 20 bucks. Sold. Okay. Dig it up. <laughs> Anyways. Can anybody in the chat confirm this here? I'm trying to think of who I was making fun of Lucas Glover with when we were watching when he was putting like a like an orangutan. And all of a sudden he's a back-to-back winner. Did you guys watch any of the golf on the weekend? You predicted one of like What's with the new YouTube logo here? Is he still? Uh, is he still putting like, like that? An idiot? Did you guys watch on the weekend? Uh, well, I just saw highlights, but yeah, yeah. Did you watch the big arm swing? It's wild. That is wild. It's crazy. I might start what to do. That. He like swings his arm around like an orangutan, and then just like puts it on his putter and then strokes like. It's oh. Like an orangutan. What That's what it reminds me of just swinging from the trees and then lands on the butter and <laughs> jugs it. Okay. Uh, Chez says, listen to Lucas Glover talk about his putting issues and how he ordered a putter to the exact specs as Adam Scott's putter and it changed his life. So he's got, yeah, he's got one of those anchor putters now. Which I don't really agree with, but it is what it is. I don't agree with it either. Who was putting like that a few years ago, remember? Oh, Bernard. They called him out. Bernard Doug. He still still does it, though. Yeah, he's still the best call from the Champions Tour. Bernard Doug. I don't know. What's he stepping up there? Stephen Aim. Is he? I think he's got three wins this year. Oh. Bernie was in the mix for uh, the 2005 British Open when I was watching it. A (laughs) A young Bernard. That was almost 20 years ago now. It's crazy. Yeah, he was only 60 then. Nardog? Yeah. Okay. What else we got here? Do let's do the uh let's do the fix your divot segment tonight. This is what everybody in this chat and anybody who listens to the show will uh can relate to this one for sure. And I think it's time we get this out to the public once and for all. And I don't think, I don't think we'll go as far as um, tweeting about it every morning for a month, but I I have some, uh, some comments on it as well. Okay. So this fix your David segment is brought to you by Prey Scratch tour. Uh, Locally Manitoba Rand desperately needed in the area. Uh, it's great to have competitive golf with a bit of fun mixed in. Um, great fields, uh, great coverage. Their Instagram page is phenomenal. Great venues. Great venues. Kind of showcasing all Manitoba's courses as well. They're, where are they at? Uh, Falcon Lake, right? Yeah. Coming up here? Sick yep. course, man. I, I'd like to get back there one day. Um, I'm sure we'll see some footage from there. It's just cool to see. It. It's like... Uh, We've never really had coverage in Manitoba like they're doing right now at all these tournaments. It's kind of fun to follow all the amateurs around uh, Manitoba right now. Uh, yeah, so head over to their Instagram page. 
uh, at Praise Crash Tour and check out all our content. It's super cool. And uh, like George said, I think we both plan on playing an event or two next summer. This summer just didn't work out, but hopefully next summer you'll see the boys on there. Drums, what is it tonight? Famous this, last words. This week comes from Mark Williams, uh, and it is, and I'm with him on this one. I know you guys are as well. Calling a Texas scramble best ball. My biggest pet peeve ever in golf, and I don't know why it bugs me so much, but it does. We actually, we were talking about this today. We had, uh, it was somebody's birthday and we were sitting around having cake and I didn't, no idea how this got on topic, but I was like, no, you mean best ball. They're like, no, no, or no. They're saying you mean best ball. I'm like, no, scramble, completely different things. Well, no, it's not. Yes. So yeah, it went on for a while, but best ball is best score on the whole. Scramble is take the best shot hit from there. End of story, end of chat, end of podcast. Peace out. Love you. We're out. My problem is... I was going to end it. <laughs> it should be... Best ball. Best ball. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Like, that's right. where it all Come comes. On. That's where it all stems from, is whoever started that in the first place. It should have been called best ball from the beginning. Yep. Agreed. But now it's not. And anybody who doesn't follow golf would never know that best ball doesn't mean take the best ball. Like, it it, it makes sense, but it's like, oh, it's such a – I get it. I, it drives me absolutely nuts when someone says, oh, is that the four-man best ball? No, it's a four-man scramble. Completely but different. I could see why they say it. It's, you know? it's kind of like – it's kind of like if in – if people just started calling the sky something other than blue. Say they called it a – teal or uh sky whatever aqua. it is aqua and you're like no i'm pretty sure that's blue they're like no well it, it i mean it is but it's it's not it's it's aqua and then you have to have a conversation or a discussion with them explain why it, it is blue, but it's yeah. not actually blue and they don't really give a shit they're gonna keep calling it best ball either way <laughs> like for sure is it best ball? what's that why is it called best ball because you take the best know. ball. Score. Score. And scramble you just all over the place. I, 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 I'm with you. It should be called best ball, but it's not. And how the, so how the fuck does Texas crizzle into the name of it, too? <laughs> Texas just cruised in. Like, Texas probably got all pissed up one night and was like, you know what? Everybody, probably let's go ahead from the same ball here. It's a scramble. <laughs> We're scrambling, boys. And what does a scramble even mean? Like a scramble to me means people going everywhere. Like a horse and, race. Yeah. That's more of a scramble. To, yeah. 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 Let's change that. It should be a horse race should be called a scramble. The king scramble. Let's have a let's have a summit, a golf summit. We'll change we'll change yeah. some rules here. Change everything. So how do we go forward then? Do we continue calling it Texas Scramble and educating people on that? Yeah, got it. Or do we turn back the time and and somebody in Texas probably this is back in the saloon days maybe and they got into a gunfight over out in Texas scramble versus best ball and Texas the Texan won and that's what they went with. <laughs> we should start tweeting the same thing every day that says best ball is the best score between the two and Texas scramble is taking the best shot. 
and just tweet it every day until everybody in the golf world sees it. No, I don't think everybody in the golf world knows. This is something uh, that I it it bothers me, but I wouldn't go out of my way to change it because I just feel like there's it's because I agree with it the fact that it is annoying, but at the same time I'm like, yeah, I know it is best ball, and if that's what helps you understand it better, then just keep calling it best ball because. Mm-hmm. If you're at that level, you're never going to be in a position where you're playing an actual best ball event with somebody. So just go with that. Man, this one time when we were playing the Gary Brandon, I think I've told this on here before maybe, but these guys saw that the term was two-man best ball. So <laughs> we were playing with them. We started with number two Picked up in the uh, dub, and one guy went on hole 17 and one guy went on hole 10. Like just they both just sprayed them and they drove over to the one side and picked up the one guy's ball and took it to the other guys. And they both went to hit from there. And me and this one, me and Drags were playing together. They're like, hey, you guys like it doesn't like the it fuck means you like you guys take your, your best score, not the best ball. Like they made a seven on number two this <laughs> a seven. Whew. Tough. Hopefully you guys won. That's a tough one, but uh, I think we're all in agreement, and uh, most of the world is in agreement with Mark. That is a big, big mm-hmm. pet peeve. Yeah. Shout out to Mark. I think he's a listener of the show. He's a he's a distant cuz, maybe uh, soon because. But Mark uh, also known as Shaggy. He's our goalie for the Rossburn Hornets. So shout out to Shaggy. Heck of a guy. Heck of a goalie. Um. The and this is the other part here. Trev, uh, Trev said Ryder Cup calls legit best ball a four ball, so go with that. Like, also, where does four ball come from? There, it's two guys, maybe because there's four guys in play. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Everybody's playing their own ball in the foursome, alternate shots. There's only two, right? And they don't play, they don't play Texas Scramble there, right. so. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm back on. Uh, I'm back on four ball. Four ball. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Should we just? Should we? I think that the best solution here, to be honest, and we'll, we'll end it after this. But I think that we change it. A scramble to be best ball, because you're you're playing the, that, you're no. playing the best ball though. You're playing the best ball. And then change best ball to four ball. Yeah, but I don't think we could just do that. No, but like I don't think that's something we can do. I don't think that's something we can decide. But on. also, nobody listens to Brandel Shambly anymore. Nobody listens to. Yeah, but I don't Mark think terms are going to be like, oh, those guys at King Golf said it's it's called best well, ball now. Then obviously. people are showing up and people are all confused. Not next week. Over time, we are the news now. Not us. We are the news now. But if we have like a golf version of the Geneva Convention and get everybody on board and sign (laughs) off on it, not the kingdom, but small podcasts, small accounts, small followings. Are can you guys stop fucking yawning here? Well, just drums was contagious, man, and mine was probably contagious before that. It's getting late, man. Okay, let's wrap up the show. Let's wrap no, up. No, we got Saggies. I'll get into mine. It's my guy, John Sherman. And he says, 
Here are five habits of successful golfers. Number one, they don't play the blame game. Instead of blaming course conditions or playing partners, these golfers accept responsibility for all their shots. Humility. All the, all the successful golfers I've seen are humble about their abilities and more importantly, they never take the game for granted. They never get too high after their triumphs or too low after their failures. They understand that part of that part of being a golfer is going through constant changes and they take everything in stride. Practicing with intent, they have a plan when they practice. They absorb the appropriate feedback, ball flight, etc. They make their time efficient and don't needlessly beat balls without having a target or a shot intention. Honesty. Honesty can mean many things in golf, but it most has to do with whether or not you're being honest with yourself and your game. Great golfers are always realistic with their abilities on the course and scoring potential. And then passion, obviously. The best golfers don't get to where they are without having a deep love and passion for the game. Why else would you spend countless hours practicing and playing? It requires a lot of work and it's hard to put in the time if you don't truly love what you're doing and have fun. The best part is success can look different to each golfer. As long as you have balance, manage your expectations and are realistic with what you want out of the game, you can be successful with your own version of the game. So I really like that humility game or the humility one. And I like the honesty because I mean, we're, we're all amateur golfers and we're going to go out there and one night the game's going to become so easy and you might be able to hit those shots that on that night. But then there's nights when you're just not swinging good and you can't hit those shots and you keep trying to hit them. And it's like beating a dead horse. Whereas mm -hmm. Like a lot of the time, you just have to adjust on the fly, and that's being honest with yourself. I'm not trying to pretend you're, you know what I mean? Like you're not just going to phantomly start hitting really good shots again if you're having a tough night. Mentally, if you can accept that you're the reason, it's easier to move past than if you have mm -hmm. the blame shield. And, and some nights it's easy to do that too if you start struggling and then like one thing happens in your backswing and it really might not have affected you that much, but you're already struggling. So you're like, Oh, of course that happened. My fucking backswing. Right. And really it, like it, it does suck, but it's like, okay, well that could have happened to anybody at any time, but it yeah. feels like when you're struggling, of course it happened to you at that time. It's, but it's you're looking it's crazy. when you're struggling, you're looking for shit to blame too. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just like everything that guy says, honestly, the practice too. I mean, so many times you go out there and just beat balls in the range, just swinging without any real purpose. That's the majority of golfers, I think. Ball beaters. Yeah. But at the end of the day, who doesn't love beating their balls? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I, God. I have a uh, – I was just thinking about uh, practicing, and I saw – no, no, I, I saw this thing about the 100 yards and it would have touched on what we were talking about last week but i'll get to that eventually next week i mean okay good one reggie good one johnny i think my only comment on that would be um i do agree in the sense that uh you have to be honest with yourself i think you also just have to be easy on yourself because yeah i mean i agree with reggie you go out and shoot uh even par or a 69 whatever it is and then you just think that that's how it's always going to be. And if, and if it's not, I think that you can either get really upset about it or, which a lot of guys do, they get upset about it and then their round gets worse. 
Or you look at it like, okay, I shot 69. I might not be able to do it tonight, but I can do it again tomorrow night and then the night after that because I've done it. And I think that we're a lot easier, we're, we're a lot faster to belittle ourselves and think less of ourselves than the otherwise, I think. Mm -hmm. And I, I can speak personally there where because I've always shot 75 for the last four years, I feel like if I'm doing better than that, I shouldn't be. And I kind of talk myself into getting back to that point. So mm -hmm. you have to be honest with yourself, but I think that you also have to realize your potential sometimes and you know you're not always going to have it but if you did it once or twice there's really no reason why you can't do it again and that's part of the practice part too because you have to you know find something that works and it's not going to stay there forever it doesn't just stick around with you you have to keep going and if you don't have the passion you don't put in the proper practice it will leave mm -hmm. fast <clears throat> so it is it's a tricky combination but uh, John Sherman and Reggie, uh, good one tonight. Is that on Twitter or is that from the book? Twitter. Drummy, what do you got for UC this today? A um, couple to touch on here. Uh, there's a 16-year-old amateur. Um, I think this was last week. I had it written down still, but it's uh, still relevant. Six weeks ago, broke the course record at Pinehurst number 4, 16-year-old. Uh, set the course record for the nine hole par three course last week. Shot 18. Ooh. With one bogey, I believe. So we got an ace? Yes. Yeah. So Kid, kid what? Kid's hot. He got a so bogey 18, yeah. though. Yeah crazy that's good wedges i would say good wedges and putter uh and did you guys see that taylor made is working on opening their yes. own golf resort what's Ches think about that damn i saw did you see it, it it looked well, kind of weird like, well it's a computer generated images no the concept of it though seemed weird to me why well from what i saw is that you just basically stay there overnight and then you have that outside of your hotel well, like there will be course and stuff there. Like at a resort? Yeah. But, you know, my, like my my thoughts on that, maybe the, maybe it's just whoever's writing the story is comparing it to Topgolf. But like Topgolf became Topgolf because of the atmosphere there. Because you can go there with a group of 10 buddies. You can hit these old clubs as hard as you want. You can hit pillows off of there. Um, I think that Topgolf has also helped grow in the game of golf. And I think that a place like Shanks will do the exact same in Brandon. But that's not what I got from this tailor-made concept. Like you're staying overnight, you wake up and hit balls out your hotel, which is kind of cool, but that's not competing with Top Golf, in, in my opinion. No, like that's just part of what's available at the resort. Like, you know, you go to a resort, there's a casino, somebody doesn't, like not everybody goes to the casino. There's a mm -hmm. disco or there's a sports bar. Like there's sports right. bars there, there's sports books there. Um, but I think on the grounds, they're going to have a golf course as well, is what right. I got from it. So, like, it would be all yeah. included with your whatever. That's what kind of threw there. me off was the fact that they were saying that it's a top golf competitor. And I was like, eh. But it's it's going to be like, think of top golf at the resort. Like, it's available there for you if you want. Right. But you can't, like, it's right outside your room. It's not like you're going to have other friends there with you, like, to 
Well, you could. I guess you could. I guess. Anyways, you can't mix and mingle with others is what I'm saying, right? Or I don't know. Was it off of, Was it off the balcony? I don't think it was like off your room balcony. Oh, okay. Maybe that. Maybe I just took it wrong then. But I don't know. We'll see. Maybe if it actually comes to fruition, we'll 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 have to jet on down there and check it out. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. Is it just one it place looks, then, or is it going to be? It looks a like chain? one place they're working on right now, and then maybe it looks like Top Golf. Go just with a lot of water. Well, I referred to Chazzy's asking about it. Where'd you find it, Reggie? Nuclear golf or drums. On Twitter, nuclear golf. I'll yeah. send it to Chaz. Might have been on Ice Instagram. I can't remember. Uh, and then the other one was: uh, Have you guys watched this Air, the Nike movie on uh, Prime? Check it so out. So good, amazing! Wow, probably unbelievable. Like my favorite movie in probably like the past five years. Really? Yeah. Is it a movie or a doc? Movie. Um, so I good. I think Ben Affleck directed it. Uh, so Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, uh, Marlon Wayans is in there. He pops up. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker's looking old, but still Chris Tucker-ish. Jason Bateman, like it's got an all-star lineup. Uh, But it's awesome, man. Affleck's so good as Phil Knight. Like he's just like, oof. Yes. Is it it based on Phil Knight, like Shoe Dog? No, it's based on like the Jordan shoe. Oh, How they got Jordan to Nike. I think I was telling you about Jordan, I thought. Yeah, you were. Yeah, definitely check that puppy out. Amazing. I just don't have Amazon. You got the internet, buddy. What Matt Damon was sick. Matt Damon. What does that mean? I have the internet. You can find it on the internet. How? I'll text her. Pirate. Um, I'll text it. Do you think? <laughs> do you think Matt Damon's just like a a big fella now? Like he's just said, "Pluck it, I'm just rocking with this." Or was he wearing like a fat suit? Like he wasn't like big, big. He, just he, like, he looks like a he's got like a 50 year old dad bod. Okay, be right back. I gotta grab my charger before I die. Man, I this is a bold statement. No, it's not a bold Ooh, statement, God. it's how I feel. It is what it is. I he's one of my favorite actors, man. Matt Damon? Like of pretty much all time. Honestly. Just the movies that I've seen him in, like, he was so good in Moneyball. He kind of got... He um, was so good in that one. He had some, like, weird movies in, like, from 2010 to maybe, like, four years ago that, yeah. like, I'm not sure what he was doing. Uh, but then he brought it back again. But, like, yeah, like you said, maybe he didn't have, in his entire catalog, maybe he's got five bad movies. Like Moneyball was so he was so good in Moneyball, man. Like that's Matt one Damon. of my favorite movies ever. Chats roasting you guys about fat shaming. No, I wasn't shaming. I'm just saying, like Hollywood, you're not. <laughs> oh no, Brad Pitt was in Moneyball. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking I was about. Just Matt. Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt Damon was in that Zoo movie, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. He's making Brad some Pitt's dumb shit movies like ones. that. Sorry. Goodwill Hunting, one of the best my movies. Bad. Of all that's time, that's right? my bad. I'm not Bagger that good Bant? at actors' names. Bagger 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 yep. Who is he? Juna? Yep. Oh, my stomach's rumbling. Can you guys hear that? It wasn't Bagger Vance. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Tor, what do you got for us? 
Well, before, yeah. Uh, Chez asked when we're heading out east, where are we playing? I'll bring up the itinerary quick for you, Chezzy, while I got it handy. Did East make this for you guys? No, George is. You're welcome. It's not as detailed as when East did it, but it's it has where we're, where we're going. Okay, so the first round we're playing is at Crowbush Cove. Heyo. Second round is at Brudenell with uh, with the ladies. I think they're going to come out and play that hopefully. Um, and then we're going to play Dundrave, which is on the same property as Brudenell. And then we head over to Cavendish. Uh, the first first leg of the trip, we're staying in Charlottetown downtown. And then we head to Cavendish, which is a little uh, more beachy, I guess you'd say, and uh, touristy. So we're playing Eagles Glen there. We're playing Green Gables, and we're playing Anderson's Creek. Those are the six that we have booked in. And then we're probably going to play a couple Niners with the girls at night or sometime uh, other than that, too. We got Red Sands for sure one of the nights. And maybe the Belfast Highlands again. I'd like to get there. It's just a little bit out of the way. But nice thing about PEI is that nothing's really too far out of the way if you got a little bit of time. Sure. Reggie, what are we doing for a competition? Do you Have we figured that out yet or anything? I'm hoping to golf. <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll figure. Maybe it'll be me versus Dad then. We'll figure something out. Um, so that's that. Looking, uh, looking forward to it. I was actually. This is also what I wanted to talk about. Uh, do you guys have like ten minutes here? Because I have two kind of in not in depth, but like questions for you guys, and I'll, I'll maybe I'll split them up into two. But the first one is um, when you're going on a golf trip. Do you like? looking at the courses before or do you like seeing them for the first time that day my answer is probably going to be different than your guys's um i'm not at the caliber and i'm not i haven't gone on like the caliber of golf trips that you guys have gone on for me it's like we go to breezy point or when we went to saskatoon like that's kind of the extent of that i get to it if you did though, say you're going to like a nice golf trip for uh, seven days straight next week, like, or are you the type of person who would look at the golf courses before? No, or you'd you'd go in blind, blind. Maybe like a scorecard, like just a. No, I wouldn't look. I'd get a scorecard that day and just kind of see where we're at. Reggie, I look at everything. I look at their Instagram page, like. I look at their site, like the whole flyovers, but I don't like look at all the whole flyovers, but I'll just like go in and out and watch a couple and like just get a feel for like the type of course it is. But I don't like go in depth on like the yardage and shit of the holes. I just like seeing like, I like seeing the pictures of the golf course and the videos of the golf course puts on their site just to get a feel for like how nice it is. Okay, but are you talking like before you book there or like after you've already booked it? After I already booked. But why would you look to see if it's nice if you've already booked it? Well, somebody I else is usually booking for me, so I'm just riding along. I'm yeah. saying like, I'll, I'll check out. Day. I didn't book the one, so I checked about like in depth what we were playing. Yeah, like I'll check out like the Instagram and make sure we're not going to a dump. But other than that, I'm just more of an experienced guy. Like I don't want to amp myself up too much or let myself down once we get there it's just going to be what it is what it is uh 
I'm historically like prior to more recently, but I would usually look at the courses, look at the website, look at the Instagram, that kind of stuff. But this trip uh, today, I probably spent, I don't know, just over an hour. I went through Crowbush. I did the whole flyovers and actually made some like notes in a little notepad. I'm going to bring along and I'll, sh- I'll share it with Reggie and dad if they, if they want to hear some stuff, but I actually really enjoyed it. Like, cause you could see the whole fly over there. You can kind of tell the undulations in the green. And when I was a kid, I used to just draw golf courses, like not, I know we talked about this before, not draw dicks, draw golf courses, uh, like the architecture of them. And so I like any greens that had any different slopes or tiers on them. Like I kind of drew a very shitty version of it, but with some arrows of where they slope. And I don't know, I kind of like it. And I'm going to see how I enjoy it compared to, because in the past I would be like, I I don't want to see it. I want it to be a surprise. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to see anything to do with the course. I want to be surprised. And I think that adds to the experience, but now I'm like, well, it, it looks a lot different from above than from ground level for one. So it's, it's not really comparison, but you also find things that could ruin your round. Like I've played so many golf courses for the first time and I either hit it into a hazard or there's something over here that I didn't know was there. And it it's only because it's the first time playing it and it costs you a few unnecessary strokes where if you can kind of go through that a little bit and know where they are, I feel like it'll actually add to your experience a little bit more. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, Pelican is definitely one that I wish I would have known what the fuck was going on on the back nine. Like the Pleasant. First, first round, or Pleasant Valley, yeah. Yeah, because they turned into have whole flyovers. That's a good point. Right? shit show at the back there. Oh, you know what I forgot to give a shout out to tonight? Fucking Rumble. See somebody commented on, let's check out Rumble here quick. Sorry, lots going on here. So this is going to be my uh, stroke saver for tonight. And it's actually a question to you guys, because I, th- I was thinking about this the other night. And because I was thinking about the Tamarack, the different things that happen at the Tamarack. And I think that one of the things that actually I struggle with the most in golf is when I can't see the landing spot. Right. Because there's blind tee shots. Like, we we played Clear Lake enough. We played Rossman Lake enough. We're, we know kind of what's there in our mind. But I also have a hard time on those holes because I can't physically see where I need to aim. And that's with the kind of visual person I am. And golf and everybody's different. But so think of hole what? Nine. Hole nine for sure. Um, 13. 13 is the same. 14 to an extent, depending on where you land. 15-ish um, coming 15, in. 15, there's a gully there, yeah, where you can't usually want to land. But there's a lot of holes that clear. Like, and at Rossman, too. Like, on uh, hole, f- hole 5 at Rossman, uh, along the road, there's a few. And hole 8, too, if you want to land it over the hill, you can't see that in your head. So, what do you guys – do you guys do anything in your head, or do you just pick a target in the distance and try to start there? What do you guys do with that? Because I had never even considered this before and how to, like – compensate for that or like strategize and figure out a way that actually can make sense in my head of where I want to land it. Yeah. I'm just going to be a pick a target in the distance and like a tree. Yeah. And hopefully I have the right club to hit the yardage that I want to land at. I'm, I'm terrible at it. 
That was always my worst, my my least favorite, my worst. When I was golfing a lot, like I couldn't lay up. Like if I tried to lay up to like a spot where I couldn't see, mm-hmm. like it. No, it's just... it's hard, is it not? Like I never yeah. really, I never, I've never <laughs> thought about it before. How like the holes that are like that are the ones that I struggle most with because I can't see where I actually want to land it. So what do you do now? I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like I literally just thought of this the other night, and I was hoping to have some. Like you just and... close your eyes. You don't pick something in the distance. You don't. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, do pick yeah. something in the distance, like a tree or a branch or something, but. um like kind of what I was thinking and it was a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago here where I talked about um, getting over something. If you have to hit it high and I actually tried this out the other day and it worked really well in the golf course. And I, so I saw the target there, like the the top leaf on the tree. And then I visualized five or 10 feet above that. And that's where I tried to shoot at, right. To give yourself a little bit of leeway. So I was wondering like, is there a way that you can kind of picture like a green there or something like flat runway i don't know everybody's brain's different and how they see things and stuff like that so i might just try a few different things but i was just curious to see if you guys do anything for it or anybody in the chat no i don't have the capacity for like the visualizing shit that's that's long gone from my brain well yeah no that's fair that's fair yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, not I realized. Oh, what's that? You realize what? No, just like in the last, I. How much you have to be in your front foot to get it up? Like, how much you have to like follow through on your front foot to get it up? Like, I can't. I can't. For I, it's not my choice. Like, my body won't let me get through a ball right now, like go to my transferring over my front foot because obviously my foot's buggered up again. So I like, I physically can't and I'm like coming up on every shot and to try to like, that's probably the, the thing people struggle with the most on trying to get it up. That's sorry to go to that spot, sure. But cause you were talking about visualizing it going up. If you, you just have to stay in the shot and trust it more than anything else. But I can't, it's, it's such a frustrating thing in golf for me right now. I can't stay in the shot because my body won't let me. And I just like, there's nothing I can do. Like yeah. I'm coming up on tee shots, like topping them or I'm hitting them way left. Cause I can't, it's nuts, man. It's, yeah. Like Chesie says, you know, the distance, you know, the direction you just have to trust it. Yeah. I think it's all just trust, pick a line and trust it, put a normal swing. I think you could actually pretend like you're, if you're hitting an iron, it's it's tough, uh, but if you're hitting an iron, and say like Clear Lake number nine, number nine, and say that you're hitting a four iron, what hole do you hit like a four iron on to go to a part like to hit a par three green? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, like thirteen at Weed City if it's into the wind. Right, if you're hitting a four iron, so then just pretend like you're playing thirteen and pick a tree in the very background that is the green. That's that's a good that's a good idea actually. Because I do that, three. I do that all the time with um, my fifty-six degree. I just pretend I'm playing Rossman Lake. I know that it's sixty-five yards, and if I'm like sixty-five or seventy or somewhere around there, I just say, you know, hit the same shot. I don't, I don't pay attention to how far back it goes. It's all just like the feel of it. 
mm-hmm. hitting that shot. And, and the, the thing with that is too, like there's not too many times. Well, there, there probably is more times than not, but like if you're playing number, what hole did you say it was? 14, 13, 13, 13. If you're playing that hole, like you might miss the green by a few yards and you're kind of pissed about that. But in reality, that's only like a 30 yard window. And if you could get it within a 30 yard window, every time on number nine, at clear Lake, you'd be laughing. Very true. Right. But then you hit one way left or way right because you really don't have a target set. You have something, but you're really not picturing to hit it to a, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fair. Actually, uh, Chess said, can you stack and tilt? I don't know what that is. I don't know either. I've heard it before, but I don't know what it means. I think, Mike, we were stacking and tilting for a bit. Drizzy's in the house. He said he uses a GPS app. He uses that 18 birdies, which I really want to try out. I think I'm going to download it for PEI, see how she yeah, does. Yeah, your uh, cousin was showing me that when we played him, too. Looks sick. Obi? Yeah. Which cousin? There's lots of cousins now. Oh, yeah. I just remember that, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what Drake uses, 18 birdies. I'm going to download it this yeah, week. Yeah, because they, they can ch- chat and shit while they're playing. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap her up here, boys. All right. When's your trip? Uh, we leave Monday. 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 Are we trying next week or what? Yeah, I just don't know if it's going to be Wednesday. Oh, I'll check the schedule here. Won't be Wednesday. And what's the time? What time difference are we talking here? Might be Wednesday, actually, because we're... Two hours, drums. Two hours ahead. Ahead of me? No, so that won't work because you'll have we'll have to be like eleven o'clock there for it to be nine here. Yeah, I'm thinking possibly Thursday. We'll figure it out. We'll play it by ear. Yeah, we shouldn't play anything right now. Yeah. Well, we'll promise to do at least. Well, I shouldn't say promise, but we're gonna try our best to do at least one podcast while we're there. I think it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. True. All right, but other than that, we're out of here. We'll hopefully chat with the boys next week while they're live in PEI. Other than that, Reggie, rest that foot. Jor, good luck tomorrow. Thank you. That's it. That's all. That's all we got this week. We're out of here. Love you, boys. Peace out. Later. See you, boys. Good luck tomorrow, Jor. Thank you. We'll need.